there is this one team who had their entree that was it was lobster, <laughs> and we use cheap fish. <laughs> I think it says that in the culinary world, it's not the paint you use; it's the way you use it. I'm Lisa Morehouse, and this is California Foodways. I'm traveling to every county in the state, finding stories about food, agriculture, and the people that make both possible. For this episode, we visit California's 2017 high school culinary champions. You might expect them to come from one of the state's restaurant destinations, Los Angeles, San Francisco, or Sonoma County. Nope, top prize went to tiny Greenville High School in Plumas County. When Greenville High's team walked onto the convention floor in Pomona for the state championship, they looked like pros. Wearing chef's coats, the five students calmly navigated their 10 by 10 space and each other. I'm going underneath you. Cooking their Italian-influenced meal on just two burners and using only manual tools, no blenders allowed. They improvised when their pasta maker wouldn't attach to the table. Let's hear that sweet sizzle take us home today. At the awards ceremony, it was clear the judges liked what they saw and tasted. Champion goes to Greenville. The winners stumbled up to the stage laughing and crying in disbelief. <laughs> A few weeks later, after spring break, the students are back at school, practicing in a makeshift space in the teacher's lounge. Two burners sit on top of stacked folding tables, approximating the competition layout. They tell me about the dishes that led the California Restaurant Association Foundation to hand them the win, the ones they're finessing for the national championship this weekend. Tanner Miggs makes the appetizer. Authentic ravioli that has ricotta cheese on the inside with an arugula, sun-dried tomato, and garlic filling. Then it's coated in a brown butter sauce with shallot, sage, shiitake mushroom, and bacon. He's cooked most of his life, but before joining the culinary team, Tanner had only ever eaten ravioli out of a can. Now he makes fresh pasta in seven minutes. Cheney Carson's in charge of the entree. The fish is called aquapazza, which translates roughly to crazy water. So fish in a broth. With shrimp, calamari, crushed tomatoes, and chili. Okay, that's your three minutes. Our dessert. Okay. The judge came up to us and told us we knocked it out of the park. That's Kelsey Hurd, who along with Destiny Potts is responsible for the parfait with lemon curd, pickled berries, fennel, and a pizzelle cookie. Sydney Lynn McIntosh is the team manager, keeping the cooks on track. I sit down with the team in the principal's office. The students say it was obvious which teams at the state competition came from bigger or better funded schools. Other schools like brought people to cheer them on and they had signs and they were all wearing the same shirts. We had three people watching us that were from here. There is this one team who had their entree that was, it was lobster. <laughs> and we used cheap fish. <laughs> um, what do you think that says? I think it says that in the culinary world, it's not the as a metaphor, it's not the paint you use, it's the way you use it. On the surface, this win is so unlikely. Only 1,200 people live in Greenville. It's such a small town. Everybody knows everything. Like about each other. And there aren't a lot of places for teenagers to hang out. But it's just 
full of mountains and green trees, and it's almost great. <laughs> Greenville's an hour and a half drive up the Feather River Canyon from Chico, in a beautiful valley that used to be filled with lumber mills. Now, with fewer jobs, the town has more retirees and a shrinking high school, only 11 students in the graduating class. So in a town this small, what's the food scene like? You eat a lot of your own livestock, cows or pigs and stuff. But it's like eating local meat, I guess. There's two restaurants. Actually, there's three. We just got a new one. A pizza parlor and two cafes. But maybe its size actually led to Greenville's win. Students here wear many hats. Destiny says culinary team members all perform in the school band and four of the five play sports. In bigger schools, you're kind of separated. Like, there's like the jocks and the band geeks, but like everybody does everything here. Tanner adds, We're set with the mind game of like how to win, all five of us. Hours of practice and performance pressure don't phase the team. And Destiny says... They're practically family. All of us have grown up with each other. I've known these people my entire life. All right, I think your water's boiling. Moving hot pan hot, hot, behind hot. you. Turn and it shows the when they cook. Once you go around the inside of the dough, then go around the outside of the egg. Greenville High's offered culinary classes for decades, and teacher Judy Dolphin's taken teams to the state competition since 2011, placing second twice. Okay, I think your fish is done. You, you better start plating. Yeah, right. it's been over three minutes. It only takes me about five minutes to plate. Great, right. you've got five minutes. The kids maybe roll their eyes a bit, but it's clear they've got so much love for their teacher. Here's Tanner. Oh, she's a firecracker. That's, she's a firecracker. She's driven, she loves her job, and she knows how to teach us. And she can be overwhelming, but it's so worth it in the long run. She's the heart of this school. After Greenville's statewide win, the whole town went nuts. The school even changed the date of its prom, originally scheduled for the same time as nationals in South Carolina this weekend. The students, two of whom have never been on a plane, say they're just excited to be somewhere new, to taste Southern cooking. And teacher Judy Dolphin? I want it to be fun for them and just the experience of being Clear across the United States, you know, putting your feet in the Atlantic Ocean, and if they don't place, it doesn't matter. I want them to um, learn from it and build their confidence and put their hands up and say, done, on time. <laughs> That's it for this episode of California Foodways. The story was reported and produced by me, Lisa Morehouse. It originally aired on KQED's California Report magazine. Our theme music is by Takanobu. Ariel Plotnik and Marisol Medina Cadena produced this episode. We're funded in part by California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. You can learn more at calhum.org. Subscribe to California Foodways on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow CA Foodways on social media and visit our website, californiafoodways.com. <laughs>